0: Section seventy nine of Inquire Within Upon Everything. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Inquire Within Upon Everything by Robert Kemp Philp. Section seventy nine, twenty six sixteen. Carving ceremonies of the table, etc. A dinner-table should be well laid, well lighted, and always afford a little spare room. It is better to invite one friend less in number than to destroy the comfort of the whole party. 26.17. The laying out of a table. The laying out of a table must greatly depend upon the nature of the dinner or supper, the taste of the host, the description of the company and the appliances possessed, it would be useless, therefore, to lay down specific rules. The whiteness of the tablecloth, the clearness of glass, the polish of plate, and the judicious distribution of ornamental groups of fruits and flowers are matters deserving the utmost attention twenty six eighteen a sideboard a sideboard will greatly relieve a crowded table upon which may be placed many things incidental to the successive courses until they are required. 2619. Menu. A bill of fare or menu at large dinner parties where there are several courses should be provided neatly inscribed upon small tablets and distributed about the table that the diners may know what there is to come. 2620. Napkins. Napkins should be folded neatly. The French method, which is very easy, of folding the napkin like a fan, placing it in a glass, and spreading out the upper part is very pleasing. But the English method of folding is like a slipper, and placing the bread inside its folds is convenient as well as neat. As the virtue is in the tree, such is the fruit. 2621. Bread. Bread should be cut into thick squares the last thing after the table is laid if cut too early it becomes dry a tray should be provided in which there should be a further supply of bread new stale and brown for cheese pulled bread should be provided twenty six twenty two carving knives carving knives should be put in edge before the dinner commences for nothing irritates a good carver or perplexes a bad one more than a knife which refuses to perform its office, and there is nothing more annoying to the company than to see the carving-knife gliding to and fro over the steel while the dinner is getting cold, and their appetites are being exhausted by delay. 2623. JOINTS. Joints that require carving should be set upon dishes sufficiently large, the space of the table may be economized by setting upon small dishes those things that do not require carving. 2624. The Carver. The Carver should have plenty of room, however closely the diners are compelled to sit together. 2625. The Vegetables. The Vegetables, if the table is very crowded, may be placed upon the sideboard and handed round by those who wait upon the guests. 2626. Smaller joints. Geese, turkeys, poultry, sucking pigs, etc. should be carved before being set on table, especially in those cases where the whole or the principal part of such dishes is likely to be consumed. 2627. Handing round. The carver should supply the plates, and the waiter hand them round, instead of putting the question to each guest as to which part he prefers, and then striving to serve him with it, to the prejudice of others present. 2628. Ladies. Ladies should be helped before gentlemen. 2629. Waiters. Waiters should present dishes on the left hand, so that the diner may help himself with his right. 2630. Wine. Wine should be taken after the first course, and it will be found more convenient to let the waiter serve it than to hand the decanters round or to allow the guests to fill for themselves. 26.31. Removal Waiters should be instructed to remove whatever articles upon the table are thrown into disuse by the progress of the dinner, as soon as they are at liberty. 26.32. Finger Bowls Finger glasses or glass bowls filled with water slightly scented or not as may be preferred and slightly warm in winter and iced in summer should be handed round twenty six thirty three dessert when the dessert is served the wine should be set upon the table and the decanters passed round by the company twenty six thirty four fried fish fried fish should be divided into suitable slices before the fire as soon as it leaves the frying-pan 2635 cod's head and shoulders the thick part of the back is best it should be carved in unbroken slices and each solid slice should be accompanied by a bit of the sound from under the backbone or from the cheek jaws tongue etc of the head Twenty-six thirty-six, hake if sent to table simply boiled is served as cod the better way of dressing hake is to cut it transversely to the length into slices about one inch in thickness these should be fried and sent to table garnished with parsley twenty six thirty seven turbot strike the fish slice along the backbone which runs from head to tail and then serve square slices from the thick part accompanying each slice with some of the gelatinous skin of the fins and thin part, which may be raised by laying the fish slice flat. 2638. Brill. Brill is served in the same manner. 2639. John Dory. John Dory is also served in the same way. This fish has a favorite piece on the cheek. 2640. Place and Flatfish. Place and flat fish generally are served in the same manner. 2641. Soles. Soles, when large, may be served as turbot, but when small, they should be sliced across. 2642. Salmon. Serve a slice of the thick with a smaller slice of the thin part. Keep the flakes of the thick part as unbroken as possible. 2643. Mackerel mackerel should be served in pieces cut through the side when they are large if small they may be divided through the backbone and served in halves the shoulder part is considered the best 2644 haddock and gurnet haddock and gurnet are served as directed for mackerel 2645 whiting whiting are usually fried and curled they should be cut in halves down the back and served the shoulder part is best twenty six forty six eels eels are usually cut into several pieces, either for stewing or frying. The thick parts are considered best twenty six forty seven trout trout, if small are served whole if large, they may be divided through the backbone and served in halves. The same applies to perch and other smaller freshwater fish twenty six forty eight pike and jack pike and jack should be served in thick unbroken pieces taken from the side or shoulder of the fish accompanied by a piece of the stuffing with which these fish are usually filled twenty six forty nine remarks the rose of mackerel the sound of cod the head of carp the cheek of john dory the liver of cod etc are severally considered delicacies though not by all persons. 26.50. Saddle of mutton. Cut thin slices parallel with the backbone, or slice it obliquely from the bone to the edge. 26.51. Haunch of mutton or venison. Make an incision across the knuckle end right into the bone and set free the gravy. Then cut thin slices the whole length of the haunch. Serve pieces of fat with slices of lean. 26.52. Rump or sirloin of beef. The undercut, called the fillet, is exceedingly tender, and some carvers will turn the joint and serve the fillet first, reserving the meat on the upper part to be eaten cold. From the upper part, whether hot or cold, the slices should be cut lengthways from top to bottom, so that the fat and lean may be distributed in fair proportions. Twenty-six fifty-three. Ribs of beef. Ribs of beef are carved in the same way as the sirloin, but there is no fillet. 2654. Round of beef. First cut away the irregular outside pieces to obtain a good surface, and then serve thin and broad slices. Serve bits of the udder fat with the lean. 2655. Brisket of beef. Cut off the outside, and then serve long slices, cut the whole length of the bones twenty six fifty six shoulder of mutton make a cross incision on the fore part of the shoulder and serve slices from both sides of the incision then cut slices lengthways along the shoulder blade cut fat slices from the round corner another and more economical way is to cut slices from the under part when first brought to table the joint then presents a better appearance when cold 2657. Leg of Mutton. Make an incision across the center and serve from the knuckle side, or the opposite according to choice. The knuckle side will be generally found well done and the opposite side underdone for those who prefer it. 2658. Loin of Mutton. Cut down between the bones into chops. 2659. Quarter of Lamb. Lay the knife flat and cut off the shoulder. The proper point for incision will be indicated by the position of the shoulder. A little lemon juice may be squeezed over the divided part, and a little cayenne pepper, and the shoulder transferred to another dish for the opposite end of the table. Next, separate the brisket, or short bones, by cutting lengthways along the breast. Then serve from either part as desired. Travel north or south, or east or west twenty six sixty loin of veal loin of veal may be cut across through the thick part or slices may be taken in the direction of the bones serve pieces of kidney and fat with each plate twenty six sixty one fillet of veal fillet of veal is carved as a round of beef the brown bits of the outside are esteemed and should be shared among the company with bits of fat and of force from the centre 2662. Breast of veal. Breast of veal should be divided by cutting the brisket, or soft bones, the same as the basket of lamb. When the sweet bread comes to table with the breast, a small piece should be served on each plate. 2663. Sucking pig. Sucking pig should be sent to table in two halves, the head divided and one half laid at each end of the dish. The soldiers and legs should be taken off by the obvious method of laying the knife under them and lifting the joint out. They may be served whole or divided. The ribs are easily divided and are considered choice. Twenty six sixty four tongues tongues are cut across in tolerably thick slices. Twenty six sixty five calves heads calves heads are carved across the cheek and pieces taken from any part that is come at able. The tongue and brain sauce are served separate. 2666. Knuckle of Veal Knuckle of Veal is carved by cutting off the outside pieces and then obtaining good slices and apportioning the fat to the lean, adding bits of the sinew that lie around the joint. 2667. Leg of Pork leg of pork is carved as a ham but in thicker slices when stuffed the stuffing must be sought for under the skin at the large end 2668 loin of pork loin of pork is carved the same as a loin of mutton 2669 spare rib of pork spare rib of pork is carved by separating the chops which should previously have been jointed cut as far as the joint then return the knife to the point of the bones and press over to disclose the joint, which may then be relieved with the point of the knife. 2670. Hams. Hams are cut in very thin slices from the knuckle to the blade. 2671. Pheasants. Carve the breast in slices, then take off the legs and wings. 2672. Fowls. Fix the fork firmly into the breast then slip the knife under the legs and lay it over and disjoint detach the wings in the same manner do the same on both sides the smaller bones require a little practice and it would be well to watch the operations of a good carver when the merry thought has been removed which it may be by slipping the knife through at the point of the breast and the neck bones drawn out the trunk may be turned over and the knife thrust through the backbone twenty six seventy three partridges partridges are best carved by cutting off the breast and then dividing it but for more economical carving the wings may be cut with a small breast slice attached twenty six seventy four woodcocks woodcocks may be cut right through the centre from head to tail serve with each portion a piece of the toast upon which they come to table twenty six seventy five pigeons Pigeons may be carved as woodcocks or as partridges. twenty six seventy six. Snipes. Snipes may be carved the same as woodcocks. twenty six seventy seven. Turkey. Cut slices from each side of the breast down to the ribs. The legs may then be removed and the thighs divided from the drumsticks, which are generally tough, but the pinions of the wing are very good and the white part of the wing is preferred by many to the breast. The stuffing is usually put in the breast, but when truffles, mushrooms, or oysters are put into the body, an opening must be made into it by cutting through the apron. 2678. Goose. The apron must be cut off in a circular direction, when a glass of port wine mixed with a teaspoonful of mustard may be poured into the body or not. Some of the stuffing should then be drawn out and the neck of the goose being turned a little towards the carver the flesh of the breast should be sliced on each side of the bone the wings may then be taken off then the legs the other parts are carved the same as a fowl a man's own hose is still the best twenty six seventy nine ducks ducks may be carved when large the same as geese but when young like chickens the thigh joints, however, lie much closer into the trunk than those of fowls. 2680. HAIRS Hairs should be placed with their heads to the left of the carver. Slices may be taken down the whole length of the back. The legs, which next to the back are considered the best eating, may then be taken off, and the flesh divided from or served upon them, after the small bones have been parted from the thighs. The shoulders, which are not much esteemed, though sometimes liked by sportsmen, may be taken off by passing the knife between the joint and the trunk. When a hare is young, the back is sometimes divided at the joints into three or four parts, after being freed from the ribs and underskin. 2681. Remarks. Sufficient general instructions are here given to enable the carver by observation and practice to acquit himself well. The art of carving does not consist merely in dissecting the joints sent to table, but in the judicious and economical distribution of them, and the grace and neatness with which this distribution is effected. Every dish should be sent to table properly garnished, where needed, and the carver should preserve the neatness of the arrangement as much as possible. End of section 79.